On today's episode of the Disc Golf Newscast, we talk the Waco Charity Open. We're going to talk about Simon's bad luck and the future of live disc golf coverage. One of the shortest tournaments of the season took place in Waco, Texas this past weekend, and as usual, it was nothing short of exciting. Being such a short tournament, the push for first ended in a playoff as usual, as Jeremy Colling and Nate Perkins finished 33 under par at the end of regulation. The crowd expected quite the playoff, however, Perkins played his first shot of extra holes OB, hitting someone in the gallery. And the lady who was hit was fine, but if you watch the Jomez replay, it sounded like someone needed to to go to the hospital. There was like blood-curling screams the whole time his disc was going OB. The tournament was just about over at that point, as Jeremy Colling played his shot right down the middle of the fairway and laid up to take par and, for the second year in a row, takes the Waco Charity Open first place. The path to Big Germ's win was nothing short of exciting as well, as going into the final back nine, he was in third place behind Paul McBeth and Nate Perkins and got a slew of birdies and eagles to come back. That would totally not be possible if Paul McBeth, who had the sole lead going into the final back nine, the only way I can describe it is that he choked. He got a bogey and double bogey back to back, while Big Germ capitalized and got birdies those two holes and everyone else on the card got pars which put him way back and made him finish third place and the only reason why i say paul choked is because he all he had to do was not get bogeys he could have parred those two holes and would have ended up um going into the playoff even better he birdies them and he wins outright but i don't know i've only ever seen greatness from paul and it seemed like he self-destructed there a few other notable placings, Ricky Waisaki, Greg Barsby, and James Conrad, who all finished top five in last year's tournament, finished 13th and tied for 14th this year. Anyway, one name you will not hear mentioned was that of Simon Lazat. Now, if you follow Simon on social media, you will know that earlier this week he wasn't even sure if he was going to make it to Waco as flights leaving from New England where he was didn't connect to Waco, Texas on time because of weather restraints. Well, Simon did end up making it to Waco on time, but on his way to his 2.30 tea time, he was stuck in standstill traffic for over an hour. He missed his tea time and he was forced to DNF. And I mean, there's no other way to describe it other than it's extremely bad luck. He got third place last year. He was one of the favorites going into this year, especially coming off his memorial win. If you believe in God, you got to think that he really did not want Simon to win his second in a row. And now finally, let's talk about the future of Disc Golf live coverage. Now, currently, there is only one person providing live coverage, and that is Disc Golf Pro Tour. And they streamed the Waco Charity Open on YouTube this past weekend. And I would say there was some pretty major difficulty on the starting two holes, holes seven and eight. It was basically not watchable as 
there was very little service, I guess, on the first two holes. At least that's what they said during the live coverage. And so that happened on Friday. And so Saturday they ended up starting on hole number nine because so many people were complaining that they would just wait for the Jomez replay footage. And it seems like a lot of people are just expecting live coverage of disc golf to be on par of that of uh, ball golf or football. But, I mean, first off, the money's not there. Disc golf doesn't have NFL money or PGA money. Um, And if you want to wait for, like, damn near professional coverage, just wait one or two days for the Jomez footage to come out. I, for one, think that they did a fantastic job with the live coverage. They did great with the overlays and keeping up with the scores and keeping up with the lead card. Of course, it was just those first two holes that were pretty much not even streaming and if we want improvements to be made they're not going to happen overnight i mean we gotta go through some some trial and error not everything's going to be perfect the first time around but that is just what i think let me know what you think on our instagram story poll should we start now with the disc golf live coverage or should we wait until we have super professional equipment to stream it Follow us on Instagram at disc underscore golf underscore daily and on Facebook at disc golf daily.